Well, hello there, folks. We're back with yet another episode of the Talkin' Bucks podcast. I had alluded to this episode in the previous episode, and we are going to be talking about the trade deadline. It is uh, literally in two days. There, I guess I should say a day and a half. This is being recorded on October 30th, late on the night of October 30th. And as it stands right now, at least according to a report from NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, it seems like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to be making any major changes moving forward. Now, in the previous episode, I talked about what that could mean for the coaching staff. And in this video, I want to talk about what that means regarding the roster, because you look at this Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster and, you know, it's kind of tough to say, right? It's definitely a tricky situation. One could argue that the team needs Help. Offensive guard has been shaky with Luke Gedeke. Center is, in some people's minds, a question mark with Robert Hainsey. I would disagree with that, but there's also some questions at edge rusher, maybe middle linebacker. A lot of people always doubt the secondary and, you know, certain positions, maybe tight end, maybe running back. You know, people definitely have a lot of questions regarding this Buccaneers roster and what the heck is going wrong. Why aren't they winning games? And people feel that maybe trading for somebody could be the spark that this team needs to finally start winning games. And I want to talk about this and I want to go through the uh, not the entirety of the roster per se. Maybe I will end up doing that in this podcast episode if I begin to ramble and rant. But I just want to go through some of the position groups and kind of talk about if a trade would make sense. So let's go ahead and do just that. Starting off with the quarterback position, I, I feel like it wouldn't make sense, right? You don't need a backup. You don't need a starter. Tom Brady is going to be the starter, despite what some people may speculate about. Oh, is he going to retire because he's upset that the team isn't winning? No, Tom Brady's not going anywhere. He's going to finish out the year. As it stands, Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask, those are your backup quarterbacks, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. That one is a pretty quick close book. Running back is not necessarily something the Buccaneers could trade for, but there have been some reports that possibly Keyshawn Vaughn is on the trade block around the league. And this does make a little bit of sense. Keyshawn Vaughn has not necessarily done a ton for the Buccaneers since they have drafted him. He has had some good moments here and there, but you know, he has also not been a starter for this team. We've seen guys like Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Giovanni Bernard, now Rashad White, all get playing time over Vaughn in a very healthy amount of situations. So it just doesn't seem like there is a role here for Vaughn moving forward. He is somebody that I could see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers possibly trading away to a team that needs some depth at running back due to injuries or anything along those lines. Maybe they would be interested in a recent third round pick in Vaughn, which so far up to this point, if he does get traded away, has definitely got to be considered a failure in terms of Jason Light and drafting somebody in the third round in Vaughn. He just hasn't done a lot. And if you trade him away, you're giving up on the guy, which is not a good thing to see at all from a player that was drafted in the third round of a very recent NFL draft just a couple of years ago. But I don't see the Buccaneers trading for a running back more so I could possibly see them trading away Keyshawn Vaughn. 
Moving on to the wide receiver position, no, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a lot of talent at wide receiver. It just needs to be coached and utilized better, something that I talked about in the previous episode with Byron Leftwich and the offensive coaching staff. But Mike Evans is Mike Evans. He's fantastic. Chris Godwin is still working his way back from injury, and he could certainly be used better in this offense. Russell Gage, a very similar thing. He is still recovering from injuries. Also, Julio Jones is recovering from injuries as well. And you've got good depth receivers in Brashad Perriman. Uh, Also, Scotty Miller, he's done some good things, despite what I've said in the past about him. Uh, Why did he make the roster? And heck, even Jalen Darden's been looking better as a returner so far this year. So even that isn't necessarily a trade need for the Bucs. They are still very loaded at wide receivers, still have a lot of talent there, just needs to be coached up, just needs to be utilized better. The tight end position is a tricky one. Right now, as it stands, you have Co'Keefe and you have Kate Otten as your starting tight ends, not necessarily in that order. Kate Otten has been the main receiving tight end and Co'Keefe has been the main blocking tight end. And they've had some good moments. They've had some bad moments as well. But it seems like the coaching staff is very confident in those two. Understandably so. They've been able to do some pretty nice work throughout the first half of the regular season. You also have Cam Brate, who's been dealing with a lot of really unfortunate injuries this year. I mean, head and neck injuries galore. You got to feel really bad for Cam Brate at this point. Kyle Rudolph is just a very cheap veteran insurance policy at this point, and that's what he's been so far this year. He's been inactive for most games this year. So this is one that I say is tricky because you do see a lot of people saying, hey, Kate Otten and Kokeef are playing good, and Cam Brate's had a couple of good moments as well when he is healthy, and I 100% agree with that. But I would also say that you could make an argument to trade for a tight end out there. You know, Mike Gusecki has been the, you know, conversation of trade rumors for a little bit now. Would he be an option for the Bucks? I don't know. They'd probably have to give up a lot of draft capital at this point. Why would you want to give up a lot of draft capital? Because you have to continue to bolster your roster in the post-Tom Brady era. So don't necessarily know it makes a ton of sense if a decent deal is not there regarding draft capital for maybe a guy like Mike Gusecki. That would probably be the one guy, maybe Dalton Schultz, but he's not necessarily been in trade talks a ton since the offseason. I would say probably Mike Gusecki, if anything, but that is like a 1% chance, if that. But yeah, tight end is certainly a tricky situation. Offensive line is also, I wouldn't say it's tricky, but A lot of people have been talking about it. Oh, if the Buccaneers just trade for a guard, or oh, if the Buccaneers just trade for a center. Folks, right now as it stands, the Buccaneers' offensive line is not going to change, and and I would expect that to continue. And it's understandable as to why. You have Donovan Smith at left tackle. You have Tristan Wirfs at right tackle. You have Shaq Mason at right guard. Then you have Robert Hainsey at center, a recent third-round draft pick of this team. A lot of people forget that, and in all honesty, you know, Robert Hainsey has not been playing bad. He's actually been a decent caliber of starting center, which I think is fantastic news, fantastic news regarding Robert Hainsey and what his ability is and what his future may be for the Buccaneers. Folks, we could see Hainsey be the future starting left guard for this team moving forward. And speaking of left guard, you have Luke Gedeke, who they just spent, I believe, a second round pick on. And, you know, he could be the future guy battling with Robert Ainsey for that starting left guard spot. That's probably the expectation moving forward. And you have Nick Leverett, who just replaced Gedeke recently in the Thursday night primetime game versus the Baltimore Ravens. 
you know, Leverett performed well in that matchup. He also performed well in the preseason and training camp as well. I don't foresee the Buccaneers trading for an offensive lineman. I just don't. I think that they like the guys that they have right now. It wouldn't make a ton of sense to get a rental option per se at left guard or center because you have Leverett there. You have at the very least Luke Gedeke, but Nick Leverett is the starter. Guys that you've invested in, guys who know the system. And in the case of Gedeke and Hainsey, or not Gedeke rather, in the case of Leverett and Hainsey, guys who are actually performing pretty decent and, you know, doing serviceable work. So while you could probably get an upgrade, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. You'd have to give up some draft capital for an eight-game rental, which doesn't make necessarily a ton of sense when you have some guys who are holding up the line and playing overall well. So that is kind of my thoughts on the offensive line situation. Moving to the defensive side of things, defensive line, no, I don't foresee a trade there. Akeem Hicks is coming back from injury. And, you know, Ian Rappaport talked about this in the report about how the Buccaneers coaching staff feels that guys returning from injury is essentially the same thing as making a big trade. I mean, Akeem Hicks is one of those guys. He hasn't played since early in the season, should be a big, big boost to the defensive line. And while we have seen guys like Raheem Nunez Rochez in one example and a bigger example, Deidre Senate step up as backup D linemen, they of course are going to be welcoming Akeem Hicks back with open arms and he should be a big, big boost to the defense. Now, the linebacking core is interesting. And obviously, Will Golston, Vitavea, those guys are going to be your starters. That's not going to change in my opinion. Uh, you then look at the linebacking core, and that's where things get a little bit trickier, which, you know, I think something could happen there. Let me explain why. Middle linebacker, no. The Buccaneers, they love Levante David. Of course they do. Everybody loves Levante David. They love Devin White. Now, there's been a lot of people who have been critical of Devin White, understandably so, but there have also been a lot of defenders of Devin White, you know, especially Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles has talked about how, no, he's perfectly fine with Devin White. He feels like he's doing a good job doing everything they ask him to do. Some people will disagree with that, myself included, but, you know, the coaching staff's fine with Devin White. That's all you necessarily need to hear in terms of, are they going to trade for a middle linebacker? The answer would probably be no, because they are happy with what they're getting from Levante David and from Devin White. But where it gets interesting is edge defender. You have Joe Tryon Shawinka, you have Carl Nassib, you have Anthony Nelson, you have Jannard Avery. Those four are good pass rushers. JTS is a starter right now. He's done a very decent job so far this year as a pass rusher and a little bit as a run defender as well. Anthony Nelson, Carl Nassim have been good rotational type guys who have done a really solid job. And you have Jannard Avery. One name that I did not include in that list is Shaq Barrett. And the reason for that is because it was just announced, I believe yesterday on October 29th, that Shaq Barrett is out for the year with a torn Achilles injury. Now, this is where I could see the Buccaneers making a move. I don't know what that move may be. I don't think it's necessarily going to be an all-star type of move, but they may look to get somebody that maybe Todd Bowles is familiar with back in his time with the Jets, 
with the Arizona Cardinals. That's always a possibility. Maybe they look to get somebody else out there that may be on the trade market in regards to pass rushers. Probably not Bradley Chubb, whose name has been thrown around the uh, league circles a couple of times, but maybe somebody more on the minor scale just to kind of replace some of that production that they are going to be missing without Shaq Barrett. Now, they could just say, hey, you know, we have Carl Nassib, we have Anthony Nelson. I believe Anthony Nelson is slated to be the starter in relief of Shaq Barrett. We're just going to roll with that. And that would be an understandable route to take, but it also would not surprise me. And they also have Jannard Avery as well, but it also would not surprise me if the team said, well, let's go ahead and make a trade. Let's get another starting caliber edge rusher and really add some more juice to the pass rush because we just lost our best pass rusher. That is 100% something I could see happening. We'll have to wait and see. That is one that I think may be a little bit worth keeping an eye on or possibly even a free agent signing as well. Then you go into the secondary, and I don't foresee anything here. Similar thing with special teams as well. Kicker, punter, it's not going to change. Cornerback, no, the Buccaneers have Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting returning from injury. You know, Ian Rappaport talked about how that's essentially like making a big trade. Not really, but you know, it is what it is. That's what the, if that's how the coaching staff of the Bucks wants to spin it, that's how they're gonna spin it. But Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, Zion McCollum has certainly been getting his licks in regarding, you know, playing in the NFL. Dee Delaney as well has gotten some moments in there. This cornerback room is experienced, they're veteran, they're young, they've got some good things ahead of them. They don't need to trade for a cornerback when they've already invested so, so much into that unit. Similar thing can be said for the safety room. You look at Antoine Winfield Jr. He is one of the best young safeties in the league today. Logan Ryan was absolutely fantastic before he got hurt. That is a player they are going to be begging to come back as quick as possible. I believe he is currently on the IR for a couple more weeks. Keanu Neal has had some okay moments here or there, and Mike Edwards is the opposite starting safety with Antoine Winfield Jr. He has had some good moments here and there as well, and I think, you know, the safety unit's good, right? They've invested so, so much. They've got not just good starters in Winfield Jr. and Edwards, but some really, really solid depth in Neal, and especially in Logan Ryan, so it just doesn't make a ton of sense for that position to make a trade either. The reason I say all this is because talent isn't the problem on this Buccaneers roster. It hasn't been all year. It's been the coaching staff and the questionable decisions that this staff has made week in and week out over certain decisions. I gave the examples last time of Nick Leverett not starting over... Uh, Luke Gedeke at the left guard position, or Rashad White not starting over Leonard Fournette at the running back position. Uh, Devin White, you know, some of the stuff that they've been doing with him, he hasn't necessarily looked great this year besides the first couple of games of the season, and maybe that's got to change. But, you know, all in all, it's been the coaching staff that has been the main issue. Talent hasn't necessarily been a problem for this Buccaneers roster, and I think that that is going to be one of the big contributing factors as to whether or not they will or won't make a move. I would probably side with them not making a big move, which makes a lot of sense given the report that we have been talking about with Ian Rappaport. The only thing that I could see, and I think it is a reasonable claim to make, is maybe an edge rusher. Maybe. Because of the injury to Shaq Barrett, they may feel they want to add some more immediate juice and get somebody acclimated into the defense for the remainder of the season, but that could also be a free agent signing as well. 
Uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see regarding that. Maybe they could trade for a middle linebacker. Who knows? I, again, I know a lot of people have been critical of Devin White. Uh, they say he has a poor attitude. There's, there's been some buzz about that, actually, that even people in the Buccaneers organization say he's not played well and has had a poor attitude. But we don't really, you know, where, where, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't know. Maybe they could trade for him at a linebacker. We'll see. I would say the most likely thing is an edge rusher or nothing at all. But anyway, folks, let me know your thoughts and opinions as to whether or not you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will or won't make a trade at the trade deadline down in the comments or not down in the comments, down in the reviews or anywhere on social media. You can uh, tag me at Mr. Bucks Nation. But anyway, folks, thank you all so much for watching this, or I guess I should say listening to this podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope y'all enjoyed. And I'll see you all in the next podcast episode. But until then, and as always, guys, goodbye for now and go Bucks.